Blog Talk Radio. The following is a disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the Roman Show Network, its management, or other advertisers. Listen to their struggles as they turn them into trials. In a city full of challenges, they only search for victory, and nothing will hold them back. These are their stories, so sit back, relax, and welcome to their city. Wrestle City Radio. Hello folks and welcome to another edition, well a special edition of Russell City Radio, a first of its kind. This is the first time we ever do this, which is a complete uh, preview for our upcoming break show that we are honored to be part of. I'm talking about SWF. Roll the dice this coming Saturday, June the 10th, in Atlantic City, New Jersey. But guys, for of course, for a special edition episode of Russell City Radio, we also need a special edition co-host. And none other than the SWF Roll the Dice promoter himself. I'm talking about the one, the only, Mr. Chad Mines. How are you, sir? Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, it's our pleasure and our honor, actually, that you even invited us to be part of this historic event. As, as a matter of fact, as pro wrestling returns to Atlantic City, uh, Chad, how, how long has it been since pro wrestling even entered that city? It's been actually about approximately 10 years, and that's why I named the event, one, one of the reasons why I named the event Roll the Dice, is because as a promoter, I'm actually rolling the dice. I'm trying to do something different and do something new in a market where nobody has ran in, in such a long time. You know, if, if no promoters have run independent professional wrestling, I'm actually rolling the dice, taking the chance, bringing it back. And, and mind you, let me tell you something. When you're rolling the dice, it looks like you're winning a lot of, uh, of that money because at the end of the day, you have a stacked lineup, uh, you know, when it comes to the show. And this is what this episode here of Russell City is for. We are going to be breaking down and predicting and talking about every single match on the entire card, uh, including the main event, which is Alberto and Patron, of course, from Impact Wrestling versus Pentagon and Cero Miedo from formerly from Lucha Underground and Mexico. That, to be honest with you, is epic in itself. As a matter of fact, Chad, when you announced it on Russell City Radio, when you were a guest as an interviewer, uh, interviewee, uh, when you announced that, what was the first reaction? I said, I'm going to be there. Because that was a first. Uh-huh. And I'm from Miami. Okay, so what fans, if I'm from Miami, okay, from the other part of town when it comes to the United States, okay, and I'm flying all the way to New Jersey for this show, what makes you think that you shouldn't? 
okay? I'm from Miami. You're from Atlantic City. Buy your tickets at swfpro.com today. Tickets are still on sale, but they're quickly selling out. Right, Chad? Absolutely. All right. So, so Chad, let's go ahead and start talking about our matches here. Uh, four, of course, roll the dice. We have a stacked, stacked show. But basically, the first match that I personally want to get it out of the way because it's one of my favorite matches uh, of all time, even while watching the WWE. I love Rumbles, okay? And I'm talking about the Rumble that you're currently having on the show that includes some major names, including, of course, Evander James, who has been on this show before. Uh, Malvado Dragon is also going to be here. Uh, Brandon DePool, uh, Helen Bale, uh, Matthias Glass, uh, guys, guys, if you haven't seen Matthias Glass in action, <laughs> you're in for a treat. Yeah, no. uh, <laughs> so, you know, and, and of course, the list goes on and on. Uh, but both men and women are in this rumble, Chad. It's not just men. So that makes this match even more unique, more different. What if a woman beats all these men? Or, of course, if a man wins, a man wins. But who, who are you predicting to win this rumble? It's very hard. 2020 very talented uh, wrestlers here. My pick would have to be uh, Brandon the Bull, who just won the UWA Elite Championship. I think uh, he's a big guy. He's super talented. I think he's going to clean house in in the Atlantic City Rumble. Well, man, let me just, uh, you know, go against you there for a second. Because personally me, I'm going to go for the, the hometown boy. Uh, the man that everyone loves up in New Jersey, Philadelphia, New York. Everyone loves this man. He represents House of Glory. He represents BWF. He represents uh, BCW. The list goes on. I'm talking about the one and the only, the caveman. That is going to be my guy. Yep, my guy. And, and, and let me tell you something uh, to go against you a little bit here, Chad. Not to say that Brendan the Bull uh, doesn't have a chance in this case. But in my opinion, Caveman has that instinct of survival. And Rumbles are all about survival. So I feel like Caveman has that, that one-up on Brendan the Bull. That's a very interesting perspective. Yeah, that, at least that's, that's my opinion. Because I feel like uh, definitely Caveman will be winning this match. But, guys, we have so many other people on this card, uh, on that rumble. You're talking about uh, Geoffrey Bravo is going to be on there. Ed Suarzo is going to be on there. Ace Marksman is going to be on there. Uh, the list goes on and on on that one. Uh, like, another match that I want to talk about here today, too, uh, with you, is a ROH pretty much exhibition match, in a way, uh, of two ROH talents which was one of the biggest major announcements that you've made when it comes to this lineup. Uh, I'm talking about, uh, you know, Grizzly Redwood goes up against Rhett Titus, the leader of the rebellion. What, like, you got a lumberjack against a guy that just doesn't care. You know, an outlaw, per se. Like, and to be honest with you, I'm going to go ahead and, and give my money uh, on the ball here and give it to Red Titus just because the man knows how to break the rules. 
he knows what way to go, you know, to make sure he wins a match. And, and, and personally, I think he has more experience. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with Brett Titus on this one. Interesting. Uh, myself, Grizzly Redwood is coming off a two-year uh, lapse, I believe it is, from an injury, and he's finally ready to come back to the ring. This is actually going to be his return to the ring. I think he's going to come back hungry. I think he's going to come back strong, and I think he's going to take the win. Now, Chad, doesn't that kind of put a bullseye on, on you in a way? Like, I, this has been your first match back after two years. Doesn't that put a bullseye on you by saying, hey, I've been gone for two years with a severe injury. Now you're my first match back. Isn't that kind of dangerous, especially by being put in the ring with such a dangerous guy like Red Titus? It does, and I think that's something that Rhett will definitely take advantage of when he, if he has the opportunity to. Yeah, now my question is, would the Rebellion members be too, so far behind? That's my question, too, because, uh, of course, and you don't know, in ROH, Red Titus does hold that faction of the Rebellion, uh, and, and he is very, very dangerous. And, and Grizzly Redwood, again, I'm not taking anything away from the man. Chad, I'm not trying to say, hey, you picked uh, someone bad here. But I'm just saying the fact is is that Grizzly Redwood has fought dangerous men before. He's fought big men, and and he's knocked them all down like like Redwoods, no pun intended. Uh, But I feel like, I I really feel like Red Titus is going to have the win on this one. I, I really do, because just that danger, that that no care attitude. And, and as a matter of fact, we have a young lady here who's also part of the Russell City family uh, that's going to be present at the show as well. Uh, I'm talking about Lorraine. Let me open up the line here real quick. Uh, Lorraine, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Lorraine. How are you? All right. How are you? Good, good. Uh, Lorraine, uh, because, of course, as you hear me and Chad going back and forth now talking about Grizzly Redwood and, and Red Titus, uh, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with both from ROH. Uh, you know, you got a breaking the rules guy, not caring about the world, and sex icon in Red Titus versus Grizzly Redwood, who's not afraid of a person's size or build or resume. Who do you have picking and winning this match? Mm, to be honest, I really think it's going to be a, a hard decision for me to really pick. Um, Ooh. Just pick any. I, I don't mind. Be the tiebreaker here. Be, be the tiebreaker because right right now Chad has Grizzly. I have Red. Be the tiebreaker for us. I have to go with you, George. Oh, ah. terrible. <laughs> hey, Chad, are you? She's gonna go from ringside to uh, general admission after this, huh? I don't. I don't see her name on the. I don't see her name on the list at all anymore. <laughs> well, you, you know, Chad, it doesn't happen often that I agree with yours, though. <laughs> As a matter of fact, during the pre-show, you might uh, see her trying to hitting me with a chair a couple times. So uh, yeah, just, just make sure I'm walking around with security that day, okay, Chad? Please. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lorraine, thank you so very much for calling in, okay? You're welcome. Bye. All right. All right. 
Now, now, guys, if you also want to call in and share your predictions going into SWS Roll the Dice, you can by calling in at 714-868-0222. Again, the number is 714-868-0222. And call in and speak your prediction. So far, Chad and I have spoken about the Rumble, and we have spoken about Red Titus versus Grizzly Redwood, uh, guys, and so far predictions are, are a go where I believe, Chad, you were saying Brandon the Bull will be winning the Rumble, and I was picking Caveman, and then, of course, you have me picking Red Titus, which I beat you in the time, uh, the uh, <laughs> tiebreaker there, uh, Red Titus and Grizzly Redwood. Thank God we're not betting on any of this, Chad. I don't mind exactly. placing a wager. I'm on the promoters. It's going to be very fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey, really? Okay, so how about this? For the next one, okay, for the next one, if I get it wrong, oh, God, I don't know why I'm getting, I'm getting myself into. If I get the next one wrong, Chad, I promise because, like, I know that all of us are going to be, uh, I'm going to be with you most of the time up there in New Jersey. Uh, if I guess the next one wrong, come that match, I will shave my goatee. <laughs> okay, I'm not taking that challenge. I'm not shaving anything, but you're more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I will shave my goatee if I do not win this next match. <laughs> okay. Now, what have I gotten myself into? Why do I say these things? Why do I open myself to these things? Uh, like, I, I need David for this, man. I need David to help me out. We need David to break these ties. Uh, but, <laughs> my lordy lord. Uh, but basically, guys, our, the next match I want to actually talk to you about, uh, and this is the one that I'm basically putting my goatee on the line with, and, and that's because it's between two Latinos, okay, in a basically in a uh, strong style match, per se, uh, you're going to have El Hijo de Dos Caras, verse, formerly known as Memo, Memo Montenegro, right, uh, from NXT, going against John Cruz, a member of the LWO, one half of Team Lucha. And we spoke to Jay Rios last night here on Russell City Radio. And basically, Jay Rios did mention that uh, John Cruz knows how to talk, and he knows how to wrestle, and he knows how to get that crowd to either hate him or love him. So this might be one of those cases where I'm going to go ahead and say John Cruz will be winning this match just because, number one, again, just like Red Titus, he knows what to do and what not to do in order to make sure that he wins the match, number one. And number two, John Cruz also, if you didn't know, has a very sick personality, alter ego per se, and serpentico, and we might, I don't know if, if it's going to be safe to say, um, you know, if it's safe to say if uh, Memo or El Hijo de Dos Caras would be ready for such a dangerous personality as serpentico. So I'm going to go ahead and put my money on John Cruz. Well, what, what's, what's your prediction on this one? 
You know what? So I can verify uh, it will be Serpentico that is going to be at uh, Roll the Dice. So it will be mask, a mask wrestler versus a mask wrestler. And I have to agree with your pick, actually. I think uh, I think uh, John Cruz is one of the most talented athletes in the business, and I see big things coming from him. And uh, I think he's really going to showcase himself in Atlantic City. Yeah, well... Finally, we think alike. So does that mean I don't have to shave my beard if I lose this one? Because you and I are actually picking the same guy. No. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Lorraine, I know you're listening, uh, you know, right now. Uh, and, and you're like, shocks. I could have seen George shave his goatee. But now you – hold on. I, she's still on the line. I have to pick on her on this one. Lorraine, you're not going to see me shave my goatee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so no, but, but yep, you're not gonna be able to see me uh, shave my goatee just because Chad picked my same guy, which is Serpentico. Just because Serpentico is so dangerous, so I- I'm sorry, you're not gonna get to see me shave. Oh well, next time. <laughs> Wait, well. Let me tell you something. Next time, Lorraine, if I have to shave or anything, you're paying for it. <laughs> I'll just hit you with a chair and I can't shave it myself. <laughs> I love you too, Lorraine. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, so, guys. Have, have uh, we, uh, have, go ahead, Chad. Yeah, have we been over the venue change yet, in case anybody uh, is listening that didn't uh, hear of that yet? Oh, no. As a matter of fact, Let's do a quick commercial break uh, because right now I think the commercial that we have is a little bit behind due to the, like how you said, the uh, venue change. Uh, But on top of that, you know, there is a couple things that we have to speak about. You know, one of them was the Dos Caras and John Cruz. That match was changed uh, because originally it was Dos Caras, El Hijo de Dos Caras versus Rick Reyes. Uh, So basically, guys, let's do a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these two seconds, uh, these quick uh, two minutes, and then Chad, go ahead and talk about the venue change. But we'll be right back, folks. Independent Pro Wrestling returns to Atlantic City after over ten years. SWF Wrestling, along with Stop the Heroin, presents Roll the Dice. Saturday, June tenth. Meet and greet will start at six p.m. Bell time, 8 p.m. at the National Guard Armory, 1008 Absecon Boulevard, Atlantic City, New Jersey. The headlining main event, only a dream match SWF can think of. Former WWE and current Impact star Alberto El Patron versus Pentagon El Cero Miedo. Former WWE star Jack Swagger versus member of the boot party DJ Marconi. Three-way women's dream match, Lucha Underground star Taya versus cheerleader Melissa versus Impact Wrestling's LAX's Angel Rose. And many other matches, including the SWF Heavyweight title, will be on the line. Strong Style Lucha featuring Ricky Reyes and El Hijo de Dos Caras. The Mayor Guardian's Gold Ladder match, Red Titus versus Grizzly Redwood. A tag team match of Josh Adams and Jeffrey Bravo versus the New York Wrecking Crew. And an insane 20-person Atlantic City Rumble. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit SWFPro.com. 
And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SWF Wrestling 247. Instagram and Snapchat at SWF Pro Wrestling. SWF Wrestling alongside Sasha Heroin bring you Roll the Dice. Saturday, June 10. And Wrestle City Radio will be bringing you the pre show live. Don't miss it. All right, and we're back from commercial break. So, Chad, obviously a couple things changed. The uh, card was always subject to change as we spoke before commercial. Uh, Ricky Reyes will no longer be on the show. Uh, now, Serpentico will be taking on the Lijo de Dos Caras. And then, of course, we will be talking about the women's match a little later. But also, venue has changed. So, Chad, please go ahead and explain to, to our listeners what's going on with the venue. All right, so uh, we had a little last-minute venue change, uh, and it's actually a huge upgrade for us, and uh, it was a huge blessing uh, for us to actually happen. Uh, it's now going to be in West Atlantic City at the O St. Joseph Resort Hotel. You can now actually stay on property if you choose. Uh, they have a full bar, an arcade, uh, on-site restaurant, uh, full bar if I didn't say that already. And, uh, yeah, uh, very open space. It's going to be comfortable. Uh, it was more cost efficient for me, uh, you know, making a better chance for a return show. So uh, it's O St. Joseph Resort Hotel. You can look them up online. Uh, they have a website and everything. And, uh, yeah, just book a room, eat some food there, and uh, let's, let's make this at least a six-month thing. Hey, let me, hold on, Chad. You mentioned arcades. Do we have to leave right away after the show, or can I play some arcades before we go? <laughs> we can play some games. <laughs> yes! Yes! You made my day. I can play some arcades before we leave the hotel. <laughs> Golly, I'm, I'm such a kid. Uh, Chad, I know you have a family and such, but get ready because you're about to have an older son come this weekend. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, guys, uh, speaking of SWM, roll the dice. And, of course, special announcements and special guests and, and so on and so forth. We also have a special guest here lined up for this special edition episode. And uh, he's known as the voice of the ring. This man is a great ring announcer. He knows his stuff in and out of pro wrestling. He's very knowledgeable about pro wrestling. And he's going to talk to us a little bit about, you know, his time in pro wrestling up in New Jersey and what he's looking forward to at Roll the Dice. I want to introduce the world to the voice of the ring. I'm talking about the one, the only, David Adams. How are you, sir? Hey, Jorge. Hey, Chad. How are you guys tonight? What's up, David? Not bad. Uh, Just hanging out here. Just finished up some pizza pie and now ready to talk a little roll the dice here in Atlantic City this weekend. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about this event. Well, let, I have to stop you right there because uh, it, is it no? I, I almost mistook. Uh, I I think I would have had my head on a pole by the end of the weekend because I almost mistook uh, New Jersey slash New York for Chicago with the Chicago beef dish. How can I ever mistake the pizza? <laughs> wow, wow! I, I should not eat pizza this weekend. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm all about the Jorge Alonso head on a pole match. Chad, you gotta book it. That 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 sounds like a money draw right there. Next show. That's a deal. Oh man. Thank you. 
But Thank you, guys. I, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, right off the bat, kudos to Chad, man. You know, it, it, it's super hard to find a good venue, especially in an area that hasn't had indie professional wrestling in over a decade. And one venue didn't work out, and the magic man, Chad, finds a new venue in 24 hours. So I know I speak on behalf of all the the boys, brother, when I say thank you very much for your efforts in uh, making this show happen. I appreciate that very much. Not well, a problem. David, and I have to ask you, man, because you, you're you no stranger uh, to wrestling, period. You know, you actually have a huge resume when it comes to ring announcing. You've worked all over that, that state in New Jersey, New York, Philadelphia. Uh, you've had the honor of calling many, many matches. And this basically is a show that I think has – it's the first show, per se, at this location in Atlantic City in over 10 years. But it's, it basically is one of those shows that ranks up quick in your resume by saying, oh, my God, I'm going to ring announce the return of pro wrestling in Atlantic City. Like how you're saying, it's been a decade since they have had wrestling there. How does it feel, man? You're about to make history yourself. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's not about me. I'm just one small cog in the wheel. Happy to be a part of it. You know, wrestling shows can go on without the ring announcer. I think my recent trials and tribulations have proved that. But a wrestling show isn't anything without the talent. And a wrestling show is absolutely nothing without the fans. So I hope that the fans are excited for it. This is a vacation destination, and it's an opportunity, you know, see a little wrestling, turn it into a mini getaway. we, we got a sweet resort that's there. So, I mean, on the premises, there's already rooms available for people to enjoy. I hear there's a restaurant, a bar, there's all kinds of games. It's, it's Atlantic City. Forget about it. it it's going to be awesome. And, honestly, uh, I, I appreciate the, uh, the uh, kudos have you to my uh, ring announcing uh, accomplishments. But, yeah. I'm just happy to be part of it, and I wouldn't be anything without the great talent that I've had the opportunity to be in the ring with. Well, David, talking about great, uh, you know, talent and great uh, people that you've worked with, uh, one match that I have to bring up while you're here uh, is actually one of these matches that's really turning its, you know, its wheel into personal. Is the the vendetta is really growing, uh, and I'm talking about is a battle of two giants. And it's the We the People versus the Boot Party. It's the Blue Eyed Demon versus, like, Jack I can't even describe it anymore. Jack Swagger versus TJ Marconi is happening this Saturday. And, and, and I can't process this enough because this match is not going to be a wrestling match. It's going to be a war. So, basically... Yep. Around the room, starting with you, David, what's your call on this, man? Like, I, I, I'm lost for words. Well, I, I honestly, I think you're going to see a little bit of everything. I, both gentlemen are, you know, they have the size and strength. Both gentlemen have the versatility of being great uh, in-ring performers as far as having exceptional professional wrestling skills. Uh, Jack Swagger, of course, you know, collegiate All-American, the guy, you know, his, his uh, credentials speak for themselves. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be exciting to see, you know, how his uh, style of wrestling uh, converts on the independent wrestling scene 
because independent wrestling and WWE-verse style professional wrestling are a different art form, similar canvas, but a different artistic expression. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how Jack Swagger performs under the bright lights of SWF and Roll the Dice. And TJ Marconi, good times only, the blue-eyed devil. Call him what you want. This guy, first of all, he's a good brother. If TJ is listening... Love you, bro. Always great to see him. Whether I see him at House of Glory, I see him at SWF, I see him at any independent company, he's always professional. He's always really polite to me, and we always uh, we really have great conversations. And I think it's going to be good. Uh, Jack Swagger, as big as he is, TJ Marconi, he may not be quite as tall as Jack Swagger. I've never seen Jack up, in, up close and personal, but I've been told that you can't quite uh, – comprehend how tall he is until you see him in person. I think, uh, you know, he's going to be impressed when he sees T.J. Marconi in the ring with him. And I think um, T.J. is going to give him a good run for his money. And, you know what, I mean, I mean and if, if T.J. wins that match, people are going to call it an upset. But, you know, you heard it here first. If T.J. Marconi wins that match, I'm telling you, it's because he's been prepared and he's been training and his time has come and he's going to have an opportunity in the co-main event of World of Dice to to show the world what he's got under the bright lights of Atlantic City. Because, you know, go down to, to Atlantic, Atlantic City, they don't think about losing. They're going down there to win big. And that's what uh, T.J. Marconi is going to do, I think. I think he has a chance to win big down there and show a lot of the haters, a lot of the doubters, that he does belong with the big boys. Well, yeah, T.J. Marconi is a very dangerous man. Uh, the man knows how to hit. He's not afraid to take a hit. But Jack Swagger is a guy with a lot of experience. And mind you, Jack Swagger might be able to take down the Blue Eye Demon. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we have a call-in right now. Let, let me see who this is. Uh, caller, you're on the air on Russell City Radio. Who's this? This is TJ Marconi. Oh, my ah. God. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I just How said... Uh, TJ, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did not mean to say that you're going to lose. I'm sorry. Um, I, 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 I don't know what to say. Uh, how can we help you, TJ? Why would you, why would you, why would you even think I'm going to lose? How is that even a thought in your mind? Backpedal now. Backpedal now. <laughs> um, Saturday, I'm gonna make a name for myself by when I kick Jack Swagger in the face repeatedly. Um, I do, res- I do respect the man, and I respect your opinion of the fact that I'm gonna lose. But to Jack Swagger, this is just another Saturday night. But for me, I'm going into it more than everything. Just it's everything to me. So there's no reason why I'm gonna lose because Jack is going in. I would say half and half, and I'm going in 125 percent. That's what's gonna happen. Uh, wow. And, TJ, again, I, I didn't mean to piss you off. I, I appreciate you calling. No, I'm actually, um, I'm actually in a good mood. I'm not pissed off yet. I might be pissed uh, off on Saturday. Well, mind you, I've seen you in action. I've seen you here in Orlando, Florida. I've seen you work. I've seen you take hits and also give hits. And basically, Jack Swagger is one of those, you know, matches that rank up there in your list as far as, like, big top, top, 
tier matches. So that's why you're the guy who just left, you know, the WWE, uh, has the WWE in his resume. Obviously, one of those guys that, you know, is under the the microscope uh, to be signed in multiple locations, uh, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling. But, TJ, you're also very familiar with all that stuff. So this is a match. This is not going to be a wrestling match. This is going to be a war, I feel. Yeah, I mean, I'm going into it. You know, everyone is, has their attention on Jack Swagger and all more power to him. But when I'm the guy who beats Jack Swagger, the attention is going to fall on me, which is what I need more than anything. So I'm going into this match looking for a fight. It's just not another match. It's it's a lot more. And, and last question I have to ask you, TJ, before you go, because I know you're you're basically training for this match. This very, very important match for you, like how you were just mentioning uh, like, what can fans expect, uh, like, for people who are not familiar with T.J. Marconi, uh, people that are going to see T.J. Marconi for the first time at Atlantic City? Because, again, this is a city that hasn't had pro wrestling in 10 years. What can these fans expect out of T.J. Marconi come his fight with Jack Swagger? Well, Atlantic City is going to see a guy who's six and a half feet tall and legitly six and a half feet tall. I'm not just saying I'm six and a half feet tall like some people. I am, in fact, that tall. I am 326 pounds, and I move around like a cruiserweight. So I'm going to show them what a big man can do in professional wrestling, and that's beat a former world heavyweight champion in Jack Swagger. Wow. And thank you very much, TJ, for calling in. We look forward to seeing you this coming Saturday against in your war against Jack Swagger. Thank you very much for calling, sir. Yep. Thank you guys You're for having me on. Yo, TJ, I'll see you Saturday, bro. Oh, who is, who is this, uh, Dave? Yeah, David. <laughs> oh, what's up, man? I, I, I couldn't hear you. Listen, I was the one yeah, that man. picked you to win that match, by the way, when he asked me thank who you, was going to win. Well, thank you, because you know I come from Shotgun Saturday night, so everyone is going to know when Atlantic City comes Saturday. <laughs> exactly, brother. I told him many people will call it an upset, but I know that you've been training hard, and when you win, it's not so much going to be an upset, but it's going to be a statement. So I look forward to Thanks. seeing the match, bro, and calling it for that Thank matter. you. Thank you, Dave. I'll see you Saturday, my man. Sounds good, brother. Travel safely. I'll see you then, brother. You too. Good night, guys. Thank you for having me on. Good night, sir. You, like, you see what I mean about this special edition episode of Russell City Radio? You just never know who's going to call in. <laughs> so it's we just had TJ Marconi call in for basically one of your main events, Chad. Yeah, a little backstory to that match. You know, I never had the intention of booking Jack Swagger at all. Uh, it just happened to fall in my lap, and I didn't have plans for TJ yet. And as soon as I pulled the Swagger deal together, I'm like, you know what? Uh, you know, TJ's the guy. You know, TJ's super talented. He's one of the best big guys in the business. You know, I see him ha- having so much more potential than than he's captivated already, and I think that that match alone is going to be, like, the sleeper match that people are going to be surprised about. Oh, yeah. They, like, what I was just saying, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, uh, as far as the, the match is concerned, I'm still on my point that – this match is not going to be your typical wrestling match. It's going to be an all-out war because they both have something to prove. Like, like David was just mentioning, you know, TJ has something more to prove than anyone because P- 
People are like, hey, Jack Swagger, former WWE guy, former WWE guy. He's done it. He's done it. Now, TJ is going in there with this former WWE, uh, you know, guy, and now he has to prove himself to say, hey, I could hang with these guys. So, it, it, it's so much to prove. You, you can look at it from the reverse standpoint, too, that uh, Swagger is looking to prove himself as well because, you know, publicly he stated that uh, he was underutilized by WWE and he was held back. You know, he had that, he had that one good push. And then he thinks they dropped the ball on him. So I think he's looking to reinvent himself, and I think he has a lot to prove too. So I think between between the two of them, I think it's going to be very exciting. No, I agree. I completely agree. And so, like that that match by all by all means is going to be one of your two main events that night, uh, Chad. Uh, so basically, I, I have to say that's going to be one of the show stealing matches of the night, and, and talking about uh, show stealing, there's another match that's also going to steal the show, and I'm talking about that ladder match. The, the six-man ladder match, I believe it is, if, I, if I'm correct, yeah. uh, basically including people like Sebastian Cage, Jordan Oliver, Pinky Sanchez, Pinky by all means, has the most experience of all these men, Steven Lugo, that man is ripped beyond belief. Kid Christian, which he's a young man, and he's wrestling. How old is Kid Christian? Like about 17, 18 years old? 18. Listen, last time I checked, like usually when you, when you look at a wrestler's resume, no offense to Kid Christian, okay? But when you look at a wrestler's resume, you're saying 21, 22, 23. But then I, I respect the hell out of Kid Christian. He's 18 years old, and he's already making a name for himself in the independence. And I see a very prime future for this man. And, of course, the last but not least in this ladder match is Smiley. Uh, so basically, guys, I, I, to be honest with you, my prediction here, and, and this is going to come from right field, I'm going to give my prediction to Kid Christian because, again, being 18 years old, you never know what's in the mindset of a kid that young. Uh, he might go aerial. He might do something you might not expect, something that you, you might have expected. But mind you, I'm putting my money on Kid Christian to win this ladder match uh, on June the 10th. Uh, David, I had you last time. We'll get to you in a second for this prediction. But, Chad, who are you going for in this ladder match? For this one, I'm going to say Smiley. You know, Smiley, I've been watching him for quite a long time now. He's just uh, he's, uh, he's just so wild and crazy, and he does things that you would never expect and never expect to see, and I, I think he's taking it. That's a good prediction. As a matter of fact, Smiley's unpredictable as well. But I'm still going with my pick, Kid Christian. We have another call here on hold. Let's see who this is. And, David, I promise I'll get to your prediction right after this call. No, uh, oh, no problem. No problem. All right, caller, you're on the air on Russell City Radio. Who is this? What is up? It's actually your prediction. It's actually uh, Kid Christian. I'm on the line. Holy cow! Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, again, like I was telling, uh, Chad, what did I say? What the heck did I say? Unpredictable, F 
episode here on Russell City Radio. First, we have TJ Marconi. Now we have the Kid Christian on the air, a member of the ladder match. Kid, man, I know you're training hard. You're 18 years old. You're in there with experienced guys. You're in there with guys a little bit bigger than you. Man, what's on your mind going into this ladder match? You know, when I uh, when I first saw the match, um, I actually got really excited. You know, uh, I've had great matches with Sebastian Cage. I've had great matches with Jordan Oliver, great matches with Smiley. Um, I never got to face Pinky Sanchez or Steven C. Lugo, so this should be really interesting. But, you know, me being 18 and having the opportunity to wrestle in Atlantic City in a ladder match against all those guys, you know, I, it's going to be an amazing match that no one's going to want to miss. And, like, is there anything you can uh, uh, give us a clue on? Because, kid, I know you are a daredevil. You're a high-flying monster and, and a sister. Is there anything you can, can give us a clue uh, on when it comes to what you have planned for this uh, big, big, big ladder match? All I have planned is I'm going to fly. And when I talk about I'm going to fly, I'm not talking about flying off the top rope. I think I might fly off a ladder that night. And I don't plan on getting knocked off. I plan on landing on somebody that night, whether I'm putting them through a table, putting them through another ladder, or I'm landing on all of them. I know that I'm going to fly high. Even if it's 20 feet in the air, I'm going to do it. And I, I don't think anybody wants to miss that because no one knows what I might pull. That, that is amazing. And Kid Christian, again, you are remarkable. Remarkable. I can't even talk just because of how much I respect you. You're 18 years old, man. Like a 35-year-old. 35. I'm 35, Kid Christian. And I'm saying I respect you. You're 18 years old where so many people nowadays at 18 years old is only thinking about clubbing, partying hanging out with friends, and you're going out there and performing for these fans, and every time you do, you get a standing ovation, and we cannot wait to see you in action come this Saturday, June 10th. Any last words before you go? Um, well, thank you for all those kind of words. And, um, I mean, all I got to say is I hope everybody's ready because I'm putting my all out in this match this Saturday. I'm pretty sure even Chad knows it. I've been promoting hard. I've been in the gym. I actually just got out not that long ago. You know, I have Dojo work tomorrow because I need to be in a ring to get myself mentally prepared for Saturday. And, you know, I just I don't want anybody to miss it. It's going to be one to remember, especially for me. That's amazing. And, again, thank you so very much for basically calling in unexpectedly. Uh, this was another surprise <laughs> by, of course, another big and great talent coming up on this Saturday. And we thank you very much for your time here, Pete Christian. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Yes, My brother. Pleasure. Have, a good, have a good one. You too, guys. What? Again, surprised by another talent, Chad. This comes to show you that the talent are listening. <laughs> so I better be careful with who I predict next. <laughs> or, <laughs> so, because right now I'm like one for one by saying who I'm predicting here. TJ probably wanted to take my head off. And then T. Christian, I picked him, so we're we're good there. So I feel like I'm okay. Uh, David, what? <laughs> David is like in lost for words here, like saying, "Oh my God, T. Christian just called." Uh, David, are you okay over there? <laughs> I'm right here. I'm. <laughs> I'm listening in. I'm just happy to be part of the show. 
Well, Kid Christian's a good kid. Uh, you know, I've been sitting here thinking about it, and it's like, there's some stiff competition there. I really want to see the kid win. It's not going to be easy for him. Uh, I, I w- it is going to be exciting to see what happens when him and his uh, arch-rival Jordan Oliver are in the same ring again together. Because, you know, you know these guys, you know, they've, they've, they've been friends. They've been enemies. They've been friends. They've been enemies. Kind of like, uh, you know, episode of High School Musical. But at the end of the day, they might need to rely on each other's uh, skill set to survive this match. But only one man can win. Uh, you guys, Pinky Sanchez is probably the most dangerous man in, in that match. That dude is a straight-up lunatic, and I mean that in all professional honesty, in a good way. That guy, uh, that guy knows, knows his way around a ladder. You know, it's definitely, definitely going to be one heck of a match. And uh, Sebastian, Sebastian Cage has experience too. He's I think he's the dark horse in that match that probably is getting under talked about. But at the end of the day. Kid Christian has a big victory already in that triple threat match that I got to announce uh, in my return to SWF when he actually pinned the bad boy Joey Janela. So anybody that can get a pinfall victory over Janela has a fighting chance of winning a Mayor Guardian's gold ladder match. So it definitely should be interesting and certainly exciting, and it's one one match that I can't wait to call. So it'll be a good time. And yeah, I don't want to I don't want to put uh, I don't want to put too much pressure on the kid, but. If I had to pick somebody, I'd have to go with Kid Christian only because I've known him since he started training two, two years ago at the age of 16. And every time I see him, I call him Baby Mysterio because he reminds me of a baby version of Rey Mysterio, which obviously is a compliment. Wow. But, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he, 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 he's, he's really good. And, you know, and it's crazy because he's only 18. And, he, he, you, know, you know, he's already great, but I'm going to call him good because you've got to – you got to leave room for him to get even better. So, obviously, you don't want the kid to peak at the age of 18. I think he has a long, healthy career ahead of him, and he hasn't even uh, legally been able to drink an alcoholic beverage. So, I think he's got a long <laughs> And I think it's going to be a great match, and one that the fans won't soon forget either. No, I, I, like, literally, if you look into the resume of professional wrestling, every single ladder match has left a memorial part in any kind of card that you're in from WrestleMania all the way down to SummerSlam to, to even in your house, like every single ladder match that's taken place, Money in the Bank, has always left something to remember. Uh, so what in God's name do these crazy lunatics in this ladder match coming up this Saturday, what would they give us to remember uh, in their ladder match, which I'm pretty sure is going to be plenty because... Again, you were mentioning someone that you're completely right about, David. I'm talking about the lunatic, Pinky Sanchez. He used to be known as the New Jersey Devil. Uh, and now he's coming into this ladder match uh, and pretty much going to make sure that he ends up winning. But still, I have to say my money on, is on Kid Christian just because the man is 18 years old and he's at a peak of where he could surprise you with something unpredicted, something that you never even thought existed in the world of professional wrestling because he's so young, so he might create something new out of the blue. So I'm really, really looking forward to this match uh, coming this Saturday. Now, another match that we must talk about is three egotistical men who pretty much, (laughs) Chad, I feel very bad for you, man, that whoever wins this match their ego will probably grow 10 times bigger, and you're going to have to be the one putting up with it. 
I'm talking about the king of <laughs> Yep, I'm talking about the king of New York, EC Negro, would be going up against Anthony Gangone and Too Hot Steve Scott, the selfie king per se. I, I let me just say this right now. Three a uh, match, pure egos. And with the, the size of each man's ego, let me just say this out of the blue, I don't think any of them are going to be giving up easily just because they know what's on the line here. E.C. Negro wants to show the world that he could beat anyone that New York or the United States or even the world has to offer. Anthony Gangone, of course, proving himself plenty of times at the House of Glory and then we got Too Hot Steve Scott that basically thinks he's just hotter than anyone in the wrestling industry. So, David, again to you, who are you predicting on this one? Well, first and foremost, I mean, this match, I mean, all three gentlemen involved know that there's got to be huge, huge SWF world title implications involved. I mean, you have Anthony Gangone, who is the current House of Glory world champion, you got the King of New York, E.C. Negro, the current pro wrestling magic heavyweight champion. And you got Too Hot Steve Scott, the selfie stu- superstar. He's a former SWF world heavyweight champion in his own right. I mean, this is going to be a big-time match. And, you know, it's put me on the spot here because I've been cool with all three of these dudes in my career. And, I mean, three contradicting personalities, three different re- wrestling skill sets, all so talented and multiversed in many different art, um, arts of professional wrestling styles. Uh, you know, this was one where it's hard to, it's hard to pick a winner, but if I have to pick a winner, I'm going to have to stick with my crew at house of glory and, uh, Anthony Gangone. Cause I do know that later on that night in the, uh, 20 person Atlantic city rumble, I did see that the house of Gangone members are in that rumble. So, if anything I've learned from announcing at House of Glory is that if the House of Gangone is in the house, Anthony Gangone always has the advantage. So it doesn't matter if you like him or hate him, Anthony Gangone is one to look out for, and he's my pick to win that match. Interesting. So do you, yeah, David, let me ask you a question then in that, in that sense of prediction. Do you feel like uh, the House of Gangone, the two members that are obviously going to be present, there with him. Do you think that they're going to play a key role in this three-way dance? Do you think that that's going to be the reason why Anthony Gangone is going to take the win? Jorge, I just said, I don't know, but if there's one thing I do know <laughs> is that from what I have observed at House of Glory, Anthony Gangone's House of, Gro- House of Glory world title reign has been pretty dominant due to the fact that he is the leader founder, and he has some kind of a spiritual power over that house of Gangon, and anything is possible in that match. Now, take nothing away from E.C. Negro's got more experience than any of, the, any of them in that match, so you can't take away from, the, from that. And then you want personality. I mean, you watch Steve Scott. He, he's been doing that selfie gimmick longer than anybody, including people you've seen on TV that have done it. And, and that selfie gimmick that he has had has, you know, it, it acts as a distraction. It acts as something that throws off the competitors. And a lot of times it gives his opponents a feeling of that they have an advantage on him because they think he's being a goofball. When in reality, I think he's a psycho- 
psychological mastermind in the ring. Because Steve, Steve Scott has a wrestling ring, ring set that is so unique and so effective that, you know what, the selfie superstars to look at said, factually speaking, if the house again going is in the house, and you, you never know. He might tell them just to stay backstage and he wants to do it on his own. But Anthony Gangone, he might look to that house of Gangone to get the advantage because Vinicenzo is the SWF world champion, and you know he's got to be looking on because that match could have serious world title implications at SWF. That's just one man's opinion. I don't book the matches. I, and I don't hear Chad disagreeing with me, so I think he knows what I say is pretty much straight on that Anthony Gangone, if he rolls up there with his crew, definitely uh, anything is possible. Well, mind you, the reason I asked you to repeat is because I couldn't hear you. <laughs> the uh, On my end, I don't know about Chad, but on my end you were breaking up, so, so that's basically why I asked to, to repeat. But thank you very much for taking your time to repeat. I, I really appreciate that, though. Yeah. Can least. you hear me okay now? Or you want yeah, to I have me you. on speakerphone? You want me to take you off speakerphone? No, you're fine. You're fine. Now I can hear you. Okay. It, it's, it's just that well, I think it was my sound here. That's all right. I've been repeating myself two, three times. You know I don't know how to shut up, Chad. I just keep talking and talking <laughs> like that Energizer Bunny, brother. That's why I, I get paid the big, big bucks, bro. Somebody's got, got to do this talking. It's all right. As long as you guys can hear me. And I hope the, I hope the audience that's listening is, uh, is uh, you know, checking this out. And if anybody has just tuned in, we're talking about SWF Roll the Dice this Saturday night from the O. St. Joseph's Resort and Hotel in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, baby. You better get them right. get them reservations. <laughs> well, that, that's that by all means. If you haven't bought your tickets yet, you're you're in. You you better get on that ball because this is just uh, the, the tip of the iceberg as far as what matches we're still predicting. Chad, what's your take on this three way? I'm going to go with Steve Scott. He's the only one that's not currently a champion, and I think he wants to go after that SWF world title. So I think uh, I think he's going to take this one. Uh, well, guys, I have to go against you both and pick my own guy, and I'm talking about the king of New York, E.C. Negro, because everything that man has said, everything that man has predicted has come true. Everything that man has wanted to do, he's done it. So I feel like he's going to go into this three-way dance. He actually has already went on record by saying he's going to go into this match and prove to the world that he is the one champion that everyone needs to beat, that he is the champion that everyone should have their eyes on. So I feel like EC Negro is going into this match as the winner, and I feel like we it's going to be one hell of a match either way, but... I, I need a tiebreaker here. Where's Lorraine when I need her? Uh, it gets, let's open up the line here real quick. Lorraine, are you there? Yes. Lorraine, we are all in the tie here. Who you have winning? Oh, why do you keep asking me about the difficult matches? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the King of New York, E.C. Negro. You have, of course, uh, <laughs> Too Hot Steve Scott. And then you have Anthony Gangone. Who who uh who you have winning? I gotta go with Anthony Gangone. 
something solid in her repertoire. So there you go. Well, that's a great prediction there, David. Thank you for that. Uh, you know, and I have to say one thing right now. I, I'm going to go for Daya because she proved to the world in Orlando that she could also hang with some great athletes in the ring when she actually fought, of course, uh, talking about uh, formerly known as Sexy Star down here in Orlando. Uh, Chad, you were here. Uh, Daya stood toe-to-toe with her, and, and as a matter of fact, uh, I, I have to say, Daya really, really impressed a lot of people down here in South Florida, and she has it already, of course, in Lucha Underground and, and so on and so forth. But I have to say that Daya will be winning this matchup just because she has put up with the best, she's not afraid to bleed, she is not afraid to take a hit, and she will give hits. And that's the type of match that cheerleader Melissa loves, but at the same time doesn't expect out of this pretty face, Taya. So Taya might surprise cheerleader Melissa with this strong style of hers and take the win. So I'm going to go for Taya on this match. So, and that's just me. I'm sorry. I I have to throw it out there. Uh, Chad, I don't know if you agree with me on that one because I know you were with both ladies that that night in Orlando. I'm pretty sure you were yourself was impressed with Taya yourself. I do. You know, uh, Ty, I've, uh, I think this is going to be my fifth show with her, and uh, I hope to continue this uh, relationship that we've had, bringing her to all the different events. Well, mind you, that, that's, that's one hell of a match that's coming up this coming Saturday. It's a women's dream match, practically, because it, it's one of those matches that is like, holy hell, two of the best of the w- women from around the world are about to fight each other, and, and, and I cannot wait to see that match take place live in Atlantic City when basically wrestling returns in over a decade. Now, guys, another match I want to talk about, uh, one of the last two, is the tag team match. I'm talking about the New York Wrecking Crew versus Yaffe Bravo and Josh Adams. Uh, let me tell you something. If we were talking about Jack Swagger, and T.J. Marconi being a war, this is going to be another war. Because these all four men are hard hitters. They, I, I cannot wait to see this match as well. Practically, I cannot wait to see the entire lineup. But, guys, I'm going to go with the New York Wrecking Crew because they both are more familiar with each other. They've been a tag team longer than Giambi Bravo and, of course, uh, Josh Adams. But... Don't count them out. I'm not saying count out that rookie tag team out. I'm just saying New York Wrecking Crew has more of a tag team experience, and I feel like the New York Wrecking Crew will be taking the win on this one. Uh, Chad, what's your take? Short and simple, I agree with you. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for that, short and simple. But uh, one person here doesn't do it short and simple, Chad, and that's David. So, David, what's your take? Well, you know what? I think the one thing that Josh Adams and Jeffrey Bravo have going for him is that the master of the flat crab himself, Josh Adams, he's an Atlantic City boy, so this is going to be his uh, hometown of dwelling. I think he's going to be feeling the vibe and given it. It is true that uh, Josh Adams and Jeffrey Bravo don't have as much tag team experience as the New York Wrecking Crew, so I have announced many a times at House of Glory and under the tutelage of Matthew Ryan Shapiro, 
know, those guys are pretty dominant up there, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. I, I, I agree. I think it's going to be a war, and that New York Wrecking Crew is going to give these boys everything and more. I, the truth be told, I can't make a prediction on this one because, like I said, I don't know enough about Josh Adams and Jeffrey Bravo as a side team to count them out, but I do know that when you put the hometown boy in his hometown in front of a hot crowd, anything is possible, and that's why people go and roll the dice in Atlantic City. So I'm going to leave this one as let the fans decide. I don't have a prediction on this one. My prediction, to quote to quote Clover Lang in, in Rocky Three, prediction, pain. I hope I hope these gentlemen lay it all on the line and uh, – you know, my prediction is that the fans are going to get their money's worth in that match. That's my prediction. All right. And uh, we have one last match to discuss. And, guys, I know we've been all crazy to talk about this match because, mind you, it's a dream match. It's a first-time-ever match. It's never happened in Mexico. It's never happened on TV. It's never happened in Japan. It's never happened anywhere until Chad Mines himself put his mastermind to work and made it happen in Atlantic City, New Jersey, for Roll the Dice. For the first time ever, Impact Wrestling star Alberto El Patron, for you people who do not watch Impact Wrestling, I'm talking about Alberto Del Rio from the WWE, will be going one-on-one with Lucha Underground's, well, former Lucha Underground's own and Mexico's own Pentagon El Cero Miedo. For you guys who don't know that name, uh, he also went under Pentagon Junior and Pentagon Dark in Lucha Underground. This is a first-time-ever match, and it's a dream match. Uh, guys, I, I don't even know where to start in this prediction because I'm a huge fan of both. But, let, man, if you put a, a gun to my head right now and say, you have to choose now, let me just go ahead and choose. I'm going for Pentagon and Cero Miedo. The reason why I'm going for Pentagon in this match, his name says it all. Zero fear. He has no fear at all for no matter what he does to his own body or what he does to his opponent's body. He has zero fear. He's a submission artist, so he could match uh, submission for submission against Alberto Del Rio. And on top of that, he's a high flyer, and he knows how to beat you, uh, pinning you one, two, three. Not just submissions, but he could pin you. So I'm going to go ahead and put my money down on Pentagon and Cero Miedo. But at the end of the day, I'm also going to say this. Even though I'm picking Pentagon to win, even though I'm picking Pentagon to win, guys, I think the ultimate winner will be the fans because this match is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Uh, David, what's your pick? Man, Chad, he just keeps jumping you in line, man. Is it a cool if I go first oh, or would you like to go first? It's going to be a good one. And I'll be honest with you, um, until you just said it, I just assumed worst word in the dictionary. I assumed these gentlemen have had worse before in Mexico, but this is truly a first-time ever matchup. So this is a global event of of monumental proportions. Uh, the world's going to be certainly paying attention to the whole event, but certainly this main event. 
and Alberto El Patron. I, I believe, you know, I don't watch a lot of TV, but isn't he still the Global Force Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion now? Is that correct? That he yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, I believe he, he is the Global Force Wrestling Champion, uh, a promotion that I've had the privilege enough to announce for. So that championship right there is very prestigious, and it's getting showcased in Impact Wrestling right now. And, you, you know, Alberto El Patron, he has had success everywhere he's ever been. But Penta El Zero Miero, am I saying it right? I've got to practice my announcing now because, you know, Pentagon Jr. has been, has been my flow, but... Man, Penta L, this guy, no fear. The matches I have seen, the guy, he just mesmerizes me every time, whether it's been at Lucha Underground or it's been an independent match that I've seen posted on YouTube or whatnot. This guy is phenomenal. And like you said before, the fans are going to get a treat, and I think you're going to see a little bit of everything. I think you're going to see technical wrestling. I think you're going to see submission wrestling, high flying, and I think when it comes down to it, that nitty-gritty, dirty style, when the referee's not looking, who knows if the gentlemen take it to the outside. Some people fear that area. Both these gentlemen have made it a personal playground. Uh, it's going to be a good one, and Penta L's been impressive, but it's hard for me to bet against, uh, you know, down in AC if you're a betting man. i got to put the chips on uh, Alberto El Patron. Picking up a hard-fought victory in Atlantic City. That, man, talking about a freaking detailed prediction there. But, Chad, what's your opinion on this one? <laughs> well, first, I just want to say, you know, this match for me as a fan, being able to book my own wrestling show, this to me is exciting. And, it, I, you know, I came up with this. I'm like, you know what? I knew this match was supposed to happen in Europe, and uh, something happened to where Pentagon uh, had to pull out. So the match never happened. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know. I said, well, let me make this happen. And uh, as a fan, I, I'm, this is, I'm so excited about this. I hope everybody else feels the same way. Um, I think Pentagon has, uh, you know, he's, he's not in Lucha Underground anymore. I think uh, he has to reinvent himself and refocus himself. And I think he's going to come in big, and I think he's going to come in strong, and he's going to, you know, prove to the world. You know, this this is the one match that made me decide to uh, record the whole show for DVD. And uh, I think Pentagon is going to really uh, impress, the you know, impress the world with this match. You know, I think this this is his moment. You know, Alberto Del Rio, Pentagon. You know, I think Pentagon's going to take it, and uh, he's going to take it big. Hey, David, you instigator, you're by yourself on this one. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's all, it's all good. Uh, it's going to be a great match. Yes, uh, you think these predictions are easy for me? It puts me on the spot. Now, if, <laughs> if Pentagon listens to this or somebody translates it to him, he's going to give me some dirty looks and he might try and crush me at the show. So now I have to fear that. Thank you very much for pointing that out. <laughs> well, listen, I'd rather have Pentagon uh, IU than freaking uh, TJ Marconi. For Christ's sake, I said TJ Marconi was going to lose, and what happened? Two seconds later, he was on the line, and I was like, oh, great. <laughs> and TJ Marconi is not a guy you want to piss off. Yeah, yeah so basically, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm just saying, at the end of the day, I think uh, Russell City Radio is done breaking down the entire lineup here, Chad. 
Uh, but hey, at the end of the day, we're going to have a great show coming up this Saturday on June the 10th. David Adams will be presenting the ring announcing for that day and the voice of the ring, per se. And, of course, I will be there pre- doing the pre-show. I probably will bump into David a couple times, obviously. And I will have some in-ring talent uh, interviews that day as well. Guys, you, you cannot miss this show. You might walk in empty-handed, but you'll be walking out full of maybe prizes and gifts and goodies from all the ways of life when it comes to pro wrestling. We'll have raffles available. Uh, Chad, can you explain that to the fans as well? Uh, I, I heard that there will be raffles uh, going on in the event. So, uh, yeah, I have two that I have done so far. One is an Edge autographed chair from uh, WWE Pay-Per-View, and I'll have it signed that day from Legends of the Ring. So I also have guests at Legends of the Ring in Monroe, New Jersey, if anybody's going to come out. That's June 10th during the day. Uh, a second item is going to be a fully signed poster of the event. So that you see the next event flyer, everybody will be autographed on there, and that'll be a second raffle for you. Well, by all means, uh, that, that, you see what I mean? That you're not going to be, uh, you might have be walking in empty-handed, but you'll be leaving uh, full goodies. Uh, of course, Wrestle City Radio would also be there, as I was just mentioning. We also have a couple little goodies to give away to you, the listeners, and for the fans live there on June the 10th. Uh, David Adams, of course, will be there uh, for anyone that basically, uh, are you going to be taking pictures with fans and and autographs as well, Mr. Adams? Of course I will. I don't think I'm going to be the only ring announcer there either. You know, I'll speak for him. I, I think Mr. Like a Rich, Rich Reed's going to be there. He, he announces for UWA Elite and, and many other companies. So I don't want to be the only announcer highlighted there. Hopefully we'll be doing a little commentary down there. And real quick, uh, even if we don't do a full recap of these matches, I don't want to leave the good brothers and sisters out. We also have a Lucha Libre match between John Cruz and El Hijo de Dos you got to check this out. Lucha Libre at its finest. Also going to have a singles match. My boy, Rhett Titus, a good brother right there. Can't leave him out. This guy's a Ring of Honor talent. He's an independent standout on the scene. Rhett Titus versus Grizzly Redwood, another independent darling on the scene. That's going to be a tight match right there. And... Yo, my man Chad booked a 20-person, not 20-man, but a 20-person Atlantic City Rumble match. Yeah, there's not just going to be three ladies in that one-on-one match with a special referee at Angel Rose. Uh, Evander James, which he's been making waves for himself up at House of Glory in New York. You got the good of Jew, Matthias Glass. Oh, hey, Vey, if you haven't seen Matthias, this guy is great. He is a great mix of gimmicks and wrestling skills. Love him. It's going to be exciting to see him in the Rumble. We also got good Hank Flanders. We got the house again going, mentioned earlier. Brandon the Bull, the new UWA Elite Heavyweight Champion, coming to SWF to make waves in the Rumble. We got the Caveman, one half of Super Savages. And we got some ladies. That's right. We got Helen Vale. We got Brooke Danielle. And we got... Oh, my God, can we say her name? The controversial, yet yeah, beautiful and tough and talented, I think I had kissed enough ass for. Debbie Kane will be in the Rumble as well. So those three <laughs> ladies, you know, 
who knows? I'm hoping that those ladies form a little bit of an alliance in the Rumble and try and stick it to those boys. Should be a good time. Oh, and as always, the poster says, and more. So that's, I didn't mention 20 people. Who knows who else is going to pop up in the Rumble? And, you know, Rumble style could be very interesting as we roll the dice where anybody on any given Saturday down in Atlantic City has a fighting chance if they pick the right number in the Rumble. I think I covered all the good brothers and sisters, wouldn't you guys say? Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and let's see here. We got, oh, yeah, DJ Zavito G and Sammy Baquero are going to be there. Oh, man, oh, man, there's going to be food. There's a bar. There's meet and greets. Chad's got those freaking awesome raffle prizes. You think you know me. Well, you're going to get us. Somebody's getting hooked up with a, with a, you said an edge sign chair. That's pretty sweet. Can I enter in that raffle, by the way? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Yo, Chad, Chad, we're on the indies, brother. If you've got money, you got to take his money. It's sacrilegious not to take money from a paying customer. we got to That's get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Make that money. Now, it's going to be a good show. And if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, people should buy their tickets in advance because the tickets go up $10 the day of the show at the door. Is that correct? Absolutely. We we also have a VIP ticket for 150. That includes a front row early admission. Uh, uh, what else do you get? Uh, you get a meet and greet with Pentagon, Alberto Daria, Taya, True Leader Melissa, Jack Swagger, and El Hijo Dos Caras, who's actually Alberto Daria's brother. Who, for anybody who didn't know. Damn. Well, if you break if you break that down monetarily, that sounds like a pretty good buck. Yeah, the uh, the meet and greet uh, equals over the hundred and fifty dollars alone. So you're basically getting your front row seat for free. Yep. Better save your nickels and pennies in your piggy banks, kids, because that is one event you want to fork up the dough to get the ultimate VIP experience. Well, guys, I think it's about done here. I think Russell City Radio is about done doing radio stuff for Roll the Dice. We now do pre-show stuff. For roll the dice, but come on, Chad, can I please enter into that raffle? I'm only working for an hour. <laughs> I'm not working during the show. Hey, you better not edit this. <laughs> I'm just having some fun. I'm having some fun with Chad. But guys, we are about done here. David, thank you so very much for your time here today on the show, uh, lending us your predictions and hyping up our listeners. Everyone that's set for Roll the Dice coming this Saturday on June the 10th. People can purchase your tickets at swfpro.com. And like Chad and David just said, make sure you do that because it saves you $10 at the door. And maybe those $10 are worth for a burger or a hot dog or whatever at, at the restaurant or a bar. So save your money, do it the right way, and buy your tickets before you get there and save the money. And that way you get everything done the right way. Uh, David, is there any last comments you want to say before we go? My name is Billy. Where is the event again? Oh, hi, Billy. The event is going to be at the O'Shea Joseph's Resort Hotel on 8029 Black Horse Pike in West Atlantic City, New Jersey. If you call them, they have great rates on the night, Billy. Show them your fake ID. Drink alcoholic beverages. And don't drink and drive, Billy. Make sure you get a room and stay and enjoy the festivities. I will. Thank you, David. 
See, I've just sold a ticket right there, guys. You know that. Leave us for David. <laughs> no, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good time. I look forward to to announcing some of the matches. I hope to see my boy. Mr. Rich Reed there to do some ring announcing as well. I hope we get to do some commentary that night. And I hope that this that that the boys and girls on the lineup we know they're showing up to tear the house down. The fans, they're paying their hard earned money. They're coming all the way down to AC. First time in over ten years. Let's make a good impression on this beautiful city that we get invited back in. Put SWF on the map where people come to walk out with dreams. It's Atlantic City, baby. I'm already dancing. It's the Las Vegas of the East Coast, and we're going to have a good time. Stop living so far. Awesome. And Chad, any last words before we go? Just uh, buy our tickets, come early, have a good time, and have fun. You know, it's. Uh, I hope this is the first of many events in Atlantic City, and uh, it's going to be a blast. Guys, make sure to be there for this historic event. For the first time, pro wrestling returns to Atlantic City in over a decade. For everyone listening to this special edition Russell City Radio episode, thank you very much for tuning in. Purchase your tickets. Be there live at World of Dice. We'll see you all there. Have a good night, folks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us. Remember to come back next Monday at 6 p.m. right here on Block Talk Radio. And get your dose of reality check.